Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, hello there. I hope everybody's having a good afternoon. Grant Napier here on Listen Up as we get you closer to NBA Free Agency. I don't expect much going on with Sacramento for the first few days. Uh, The Knicks are expected to make an offer for the match, Jalen Brunson. Brunson has close family ties uh, with the Knicks. And again, this is important because the Knicks have never been able to get anybody to go there, right? I mean, uh, but uh, due to his dad, due to his former agent who's in the uh, Knicks front office, uh, that would be a big loss for the Dallas Mavericks if Brunson uh, ends up going to the Knicks. He was, without question, uh, the second-best play- player next to Luka Doncic. But playing with Luka is not always the easiest thing in the world because you got to play second fiddle, and it is all about Luka. And not all players can deal with that. And if they can deal with that, they're not exactly thrilled with that. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what happens uh, beginning with uh, free agency. All right, the Deshaun Watson hearing will resume tomorrow. Listen, he's not playing football this year, okay? I think we understand that. And they said not only will the hearing resume tomorrow, but it's been reported that it could even go longer than that. So, you know, know, we've heard that the NFL – is expected to push for a suspension of at least one year. At least one year. Now, I was on a show earlier today with Sean Salisbury and Eric Burns, and I asked them, based on their experience of being a high-profile professional athlete, if you could miss a couple of years and step back onto the field, and be as effective. And Sean Salisbury said with Watson, yes, because he's not dealing with an injury. He's not coming back from an Achilles. He's not coming back from a shoulder injury, Um, which to me was interesting. Sean thought if it were two years, yes. Eric Burns also questioned how effective he would be. But, you know, Sean's been an NFL quarterback He knows the quarterback position inside and out. And he felt that if Watson does not play this year, but steps onto the field the following year, that he would be able to regain his level of play that he had uh, before he was really shut down over this. Isn't it amazing, though, that you could basically – 
tarnish your entire legacy because no matter what happens, his legacy has been tarnished. Okay, have this attached to your name forever. Okay, potentially. All right, give up hundreds of millions of dollars because you have a fetish or an addiction to massage therapists and seeing how far you can get them to go with improper services. That's what this boils down to. That's exactly what it boils down to. Now, we know that two grand juries in Texas uh, declined to pursue criminal charges. But, I mean, now you have a new lawsuit where the Texans are involved. I mean, I don't know what to expect anymore. You know, because on Monday, there were four active civil lawsuits, right? And they were all amended, and the Houston Texans were named as a defendant. And again, the attorney, Tony Busby, all right? Now, at one time, Busby represented all 25 women. And in a statement, quote, the overwhelming evidence collected indicating that the Houston Texans enabled Watson's behavior is incredibly damning. So, you know, this story just keeps on going and going and going, and it's probably going to be that way uh, for a little bit. All right, if you want to get in on the program today, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. But, you know, this NFL story with training camp beginning in a couple of weeks is the absolute last thing that the National Football League wants. All right, I also want to talk about Draymond Green. And I did a rant on Draymond this morning. I'm so done with Draymond Green and the fact that he thinks he's like the new god of the world. That's exactly what he thinks he is. He thinks he's the new god of the media. You know, the new media this, the new media that. And Draymond Green and the hypocritical, double standard nonsense that we live with now in our society. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Draymond's wife was upset at the Boston Celtics fans for chanting F you Draymond because her kids were, in, were at the game. And yet their dad a couple weeks earlier had given the double bird to the fans in Memphis. Then after that game, answered a question with, his son sitting right next to him, his young son, and said, I played like shit. Okay? And now, Draymond Green calls Kendrick Perkins a racial slur. I'm just curious. I'm trying to picture the scene in the Draymond Green household when their youngest child comes up to mom and uses that word and says, mommy, what is that word? What, what? I hear daddy use that word. I wonder how mom's going to answer that. What a joke Draymond Green is. Seriously. He's an embarrassment. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. But you kidding me? The new media? Really? 
you got to be kidding me. The new media. So the new media is now going to go around and start calling people by racial slurs. Is that correct? Is that where we're at today? Is that the new media? Is the new media saying that if you haven't played the sport, shut up? That's what the new media is all about? Uh-huh. It's disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Amazing. And where's Adam Silver? Where is Adam Silver? Where's Adam Silver? Where is he? Is Adam Silver ever going to come out and make any comments regarding these actions? Huh? Where's Adam Silver? Where is Adam Silver? All right, again, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will put you on. But don't you think the commissioner needs to speak up on some of these ridiculously egregious, awful things that are going on in his league? You think David Stern would have allowed Draymond Green to call Kendrick Perkins what he did? without any recourse, without any punishment, without any fine? Really? Do you really think David Stern would be sitting in his office on Fifth Avenue and allowing these types of behavior to exist without repercussions? Uh-uh. But with Adam Silver, I mean, go ahead, say what you want, do what you want. You know, LeBron James, you want to attack a police officer on social media with over 50 million followers, just go right ahead, no problem. You know, if you're LeBron James and you want to rip the hell to uh, Draymond, excuse me, Daryl Morey after his free Hong Kong tweet and his hypocrisy and double standards on China, LeBron's hypocrisy and double standards of looking the other way if it does not involve a person of color. You think David Stern would have sat down in his office? No, I'm going to tell you right now, David Stern would have had LeBron James in his office within 10 freaking minutes, if possible. Guarantee it. What a joke. Seriously. What a joke. Adam Silver has become nothing more than a puppet. He's a puppet commissioner. That's what he is. He's a puppet. He's an absolute puppet commissioner. All right. By the way, a lot of the sports commissioners are now. They've all curled up in a little ball because they're afraid of alienating their players. Let's get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hey, Grant, you know, you just took my thunder, bro. I was going to tell you about, I mean, yeah, where the hell is Adam Adam Silver? I mean, you know what? We all know, Grant, you know, David Stern, the way he is. I mean, he's he's a hands-on, was a hands-on on, on commissioner. And, you know what, I mean, just these things by Draymond Green, LeBron James, Grant, I am so sick and tired of all this bullshit. It's like, you know what, knock it off already. You know what, you guys are played to play a game. You know, you guys don't need to go on and say what you're saying because you're making yourself look like fucking idiots, man. Stop it already. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I well, not, not, not only are you not only you know what you're doing, you're damaging the sport that you play in. The NBA finals ratings were terrible this year. Ratings have gone down. And you know why? Because fans like you and fans like me are getting turned off by this type of behavior. I really am. I'm t- the league has completely 
I don't want to say completely, but I, I, it has, it has, well, I'll just be quite honest. I watched, uh, whenever there was a basketball game or a hockey game, this, this postseason, every single time without exception, I watched a hockey game. I'm like, you know what? Give me, give me a sport where I don't deal with this type of shit. You know, I'm serious. You know, Grant, and with uh, Kendrick Perkins, what do you think uh, Draymond Green uh, was doing or, or what he was thinking when Kendrick Perkins said this in his response to him? Grant, you know, he probably had a little smirk on his face. And you know what? I mean, I mean, you know, Grant, is it wrong for me to say that I was hoping for the worst to lose? Not because of, of uh, Steph Curry and the other players, because I love them, right? But just Draymond Green, yep, I do too. shut your mouth, Draymond Green. Shut up already. Yep, I was I was rooting for the Warriors to lose in the playoffs this year because of Draymond Green, and I probably have as much respect for Steph Curry and Klay Thompson as any two players in the entire NBA. As a matter of fact, if you ask me, Grant, name me five players in the NBA that you would put at the top of your list in terms of all things: talent, professionalism, on the court, off the court, role model, blah blah blah. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, without question. 100% would be in my top five, and they'd probably be one and two, respectively. Grant, those two guys, they are professionals. They yes. they do they do what's right. You know, I saw something today on Facebook that uh, um, that Kevin Durant was saying that he wouldn't mind another stint with the Warriors. You know, dude, stop chasing championships. Stop chasing rings. You know what? Go yes. out there, do it yourself. You went after the freaking money, dude. You know what? And this year, Clay Thompson... Steph Curry, they proved they don't need your little sorry punk ass. They don't need nope. you. Well, they won a championship before Kevin Durant got there. Now, in all fairness, Durant was really good when he was with Golden State. We can't deny that. But now Steph Curry and Klay Thompson have won two championships out of the four without Kevin Durant. So you're right. They can win without Durant. They've already done it twice. You know, Grant, and the thing of it is, you know, if Adam Silver does not come out and speak on on his league, on what's going on with these players going crazy, you know what? This league is only going to dwindle more and more and more. You know what? I am just so sick and tired. You know, Grant, I love the NBA. I love my Sacramento Kings. But you know what? It's like, man, just go out there and pay. And you know what, yes, though? Grant. Yeah. You, you know what, though, Jerry? When Adam Silver does have a press conference, where's the gutless NBA media, okay, that won't ask Adam Silver about the hypocrisy of LeBron James? Seriously, why don't? where's the gutless media in the NBA, the national media, that won't ask Adam Silver the tough question that we all want uh, asked? We want the question asked, and we want Adam Silver to answer it. So that's part of the problem as well. But David Stern would not wait around until someone asked him the question about this. He would come out and address it himself, either publicly or behind the scenes. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, but Grant, let me ask you something. Uh, so if the media does not come out and give, uh, like, um, just ask, like, really tough questions, uh, could they be banned from ever doing interviews with the commissioner or, no. or the players? Okay. No, not if you're at that level. You're not going to be banned. Absolutely not. They're not going to. They can't ban you. They cannot ban you. If you ask the commissioner a question, um, regardless of whether it's a tough question or not, no, you're not going to have your credentials revoked. 
Well, then why can't then why don't they ask the question, Grant? I mean, you know what? That's that's what makes you a good reporter. You know, ask the tough questions. Why? Why not? I can't answer that. I'm not part of the national NBA media. I don't know. <sighs> All right, sir. Uh, you know, thank you for taking my call, Grant. Love your show, Grant. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it very much. All right. Uh, Draymond Green is a hell of a basketball player. LeBron James is a hell of a basketball player, one of the best to ever live. And I've said this for the last few years, and I'm going to keep on saying it. LeBron James has pushed away a lot of fans from the sport. Draymond Green is doing the exact same thing. And Draymond Green is on such a power trip and feels that the media now runs through him. He is delusional. That's what Draymond Green is. He's a delusional individual. Hell of a basketball player. But in terms of this new media nonsense, he is delusional. There's no other way to say it. Delusional. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff here on Listen App. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Grant. We're on the roll again today. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> well, I just call it the way I see it. That's what it is, you know? I, I had fun listening. You know, I have a hell of a time finding your, your um, and you probably said this a million times, but I listened to Sean and Eric and you, and I had to get another app, FM app. I, I Googled it, and I couldn't find it. And I Why didn't you just click on my link on my Twitter page? Or my, I don't do, I oh, you don't? You I'm do, sorry. I wish, you would, I wish you would do Facebook like uh, Larry Kruger does because I get all the... I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. I that is actually Larry's, something. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. I get all Larry's notification when he's on because I'm, I'm on his Facebook. But anyway, I just don't like Twitter because all the liberalism, but... Oh, that's no problem. I understand. Anyways, I went back and listened to that dumbass, uh, Green, and... Uh, <laughs> What a joke of a deal. I mean, you know, Colin. Well, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. Okay. He's not a dumbass. Okay. Well, we, no, I know you're okay, but, 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 but let's let, but let, whoa, 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 whoa. let's be fair here. He's not a dumbass. Okay. okay. So let's be careful how we now take, are going to characterize him. He's not a take, dumbass. His, take, his takes are dumb. Yes. Okay. okay. He called, uh, uh, God damn it, Skip a clown. And then he made, skip Bayless show and yeah, made, fun of, made fun of uh, perk perks and but he then this is what got me. He kept going back and forth. I don't know if you listened to it or not, but he goes. He was going back. He's going, I did not listen to it just to get a just to get a laugh. He's going back and forth saying, you know, I might go on the show, but then I don't want to go on the show. Skip show because I'm not a lawyer. Skip's got lawyer, you know, and I don't want to debate him, but. You know, I'll, I'll talk about basketball and because all these talking heads, they don't know what they're talking about, but I don't want to debate because I'm not a lawyer, but what the hell, when you go on these shows and, and, and you give your commentary or you give your opinion, you're automatically, in, you know, like Russo and uh, well, Stephen A, they go back and forth. They're, they're, it's, you can call it a debate or yes. if you want to call it a debate or they're just exchanging their they're exchanging their views on a subject. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? And they do it with respect. They do it with respect. Chris has 
great respect for Stephen A. Smith. I talked to, I was with Chris Russo uh, three weeks ago at his golf tournament. Golf tournament. And yeah. we talked about it. He said, oh, I love Stephen A. And I go, yeah. I go, you guys have great respect for one another, don't you? And he goes, yes, absolutely. He goes, I love Stephen A. And I'm like, you know what? They, no, and that's I, great. I, I watch yeah. that in the morning because I get up every morning with the dogs at 6 o'clock. So I watch it when they come at 7. But, yeah. but my point is, I didn't get what the hell he was talking about. He goes, you know, I, I'm thinking about going on the show, but I don't know because I, I really don't want to uh, get, get into a debate because I'm not a lawyer. I mean, it's comical if you, you know, then what the hell? Why are you giving your opinion if you just don't want to get another person's take? You know what I'm saying? Draymond Green is, when it comes to this new media, is in a delusional state of mind uh, as far as his power trip. He is on such a power trip and has such a sense of entitlement. He even came out and said it. I mean, he laughed at the fine that was forthcoming after giving the double bird to the fans of Memphis. And he said, I think it's funny. I make 25 million a year. I'm not worried about it. Again, the money, the money that players are making now have given them such a sense of entitlement. They don't really care. They don't, they don't, they don't care how they sound. They don't care if they curse out a fan. They don't care if they call someone a bad right. name. They don't care. They're making all the money in the world. Well, they don't care. Well, whatever happened when uh, to the clause where you, you don't represent your team or the NBA in a proper manner? Like you were saying, Stern wouldn't put up with this shit. That's so... No. Stern, Hell no. Silver is just a puppet, and he's a weak... He's just weak. Weak, weak, weak. He's a puppet. That's what he is. He's an absolute puppet. Uh, and under his watch, the NBA is now going south. It's not going north. And uh, he, he needs to come out of his shell and make some strong statements against what is going on in the NBA by some of the players and their actions, both uh, on social media and publicly and other things. It's bad for the league. It's just bad for the league. There's no one you can't. Well, there's no one. There's no. That's not even debatable. It's bad for the league. The ratings and attendance don't lie. It's bad for the league. Well, you know the old saying: the inmates are running the asylum. They sure as hell are. They sure are. <laughs> All right, Grant. You take it easy. Hey, Jeff. You have a good evening. Okay, buddy. Good hearing from you. All right. Bye, bye. All right. Take care. And again. I'm not a fan of Draymond Green and his actions either. And I said this to Jeff because I'm trying to be very fair. He's not a dumbass, all right? Um, I think his take on the new media, I think he's delusional in how he perceives things. Like, I don't think he has a, I don't think he has a sense of reality at all. And uh, I, think he's, I think he's in for some really rough waters ahead. That's what I think. I really do. All right, let's move along and uh, get to some more phone calls here on Listen Up. Again, just hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and when I put you up in queue, you hit your microphone button, and that will allow you to talk to me. Like Steve, Steve, you got to hit that uh, little microphone icon, and when you do, uh, you will be on with me, all right? So what I'm going to do, Steve, right now, I'm going to put you back in the audience so you can just review how everything looks, then hit your hand icon, hit that little microphone icon, and then uh, I'll put you back on. Uh, with me again if you want to come on i'd love to hear from you but i i just i don't know where the commissioner is i i really don't i just don't i don't I, it's so it's such a 180 from david stern who really has the late david stern 
has and was been regarded as arguably the best sports commissioner of all time. And if, if he's not, he's right there in the conversation. You're not going to hear that about Adam Silver. I can tell you that. All right. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. This guy is the commissioner of the National Basketball Association. And he's not going to come out and speak on a player calling a former player and a host on your broadcast partner, ESPN, a racial slur. And the fact that Draymond is black and Kendrick is black, it does not give Draymond a free pass. Okay. Like we're, we're, we're done with that. Okay. No, 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 no. You want equality? Great. I do too. You want systemic racism to end? I do too. You want to be on equal footing and everything? Fine. Great. I believe in equality. I have ever since I was able to understand what it was. You want that? Fine. That's great. A lot of us want that. Doesn't give you a free pass because you're a person of color to call Kendrick Perkins a racial slur. Uh-uh. Doesn't work like that. Absolutely not. Not at all. Because you and I both know if a white player in the NBA went on a podcast, his own podcast, and called Kendrick Perkins that, there would be an uproar of an incredible magnitude. But because Draymond is black, we're going to turn our head the other way? Hell no, we're not turning our head the other way. Or at least I'm not. I can tell you that. So it's an outrage. It's an absolute outrage. Hello, Eli. How are you today? Hey, Grant. Good. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Good to hear from you. Yeah, thanks. Um, so do you think that this might just be a sign of the changing times more than it is the commissioner? Because, you know, David Stern, he was around in a specific time period, obviously the 80s, 90s, 2000s, very different from today. So I'm wondering if it doesn't even really have to do with who the commissioner is. And if David Stern was around today, he might have, you know, acted completely differently than he did back then, just based on how things how things in society are very different today. Well, when the actions of players in the league that you're the commissioner of hurt the sport, then it's the commissioner's responsibility to do something about it. And I think it's undeniable. I don't think it's debatable that the, 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 the I'm trying to use the right adjective here. I'll use the actions of some of the players. I think are, it's hurting the sport. And what does the sport use to determine their path of success revenue right now i know the pandemic has affected the revenue so i i, I think we have to be fair about that mm -hmm. but this past year you cannot ignore the tv ratings you cannot ignore the tv ratings that's true yeah that's a good point um i don't know i just the, the players are paid much more now also than they used to be and in addition to how society's different you know it's almost kind of, you can almost kind of understand why Silver feels like he's walking on eggshells and maybe Stern wouldn't have made it through this era either. And it's all obviously speculation, but certainly uh, the revenue and the well, bottom line. I can but... guarantee you, I can guarantee you 100%, not 99.9, .9, that David Stern would have made it through this era, okay? I knew the man personally. Um, I 
was in the league for a long time with him as commissioner. I saw how he operated the league. And, you know, you got to remember, David Stern went through different eras of the NBA, okay, when he became the commissioner in the 80s and growing up through, you know, a long span of time under his leadership. He went through different eras, okay? Now, I'm not saying everything was perfect with David Stern because that obviously would not be accurate. Uh, but David Stern would have made it through this era just fine. And I guarantee you, okay, if a player in his league called a former player and a person on his television partner a racial slur the way Draymond Green did, you would hear from the commissioner. I can guarantee you that. Okay, well, fair enough. You, obviously, you knew the guy, and I didn't. So, that, I mean, maybe that's that would in fact be the case. But yeah, it's too bad he was a good commissioner, and Adam Silver doesn't seem like he has much of a backbone. So, I will agree with you on that. Well, if he does have a backbone, I'd like to see it. I haven't seen it yet, and you know that's the one thing about David Stern. He did have a backbone, and I believe that Adam Silver has become a puppet commissioner, an absolute puppet commissioner. And listen, that's part of his job. I mean, part of his job is to make sure that the players are happy. I get that. That's a big part. And, and, and a big part of his job is to make sure the owners are happy. I mean, I'm not saying it's an easy job. It's not an easy job. And I wouldn't want to have that job. It's not an easy job. And I, I, I acknowledge that. But you are responsible for the state of the game. As a commissioner, you're, you're probably your biggest job is the state of the game. So I ask you, Eli, and I ask others that are listening, what is the state of the game in the NBA right now? And in my opinion, it's not where it needs to be or it should be, okay? It's not. The game itself has been less entertaining because of the advent of the three-point shot. The TV ratings are reflecting that people are doing mm -hmm. other things than watching their marquee events, such as the NBA Finals. It's not deniable. Being well, played. I think you're fading out, Grant. I can't hear you. Part of that is due to the woke culture of the NBA and the politics and all of that. I mean, and again, I've, I've done reading on this. I don't know how you feel. But during the pandemic, when there was nothing to watch and there were no sports going on, people found different things, new things to occupy their time. And there are some people that when they found these new ways of occupying their time, realized that, you know, they don't need as much sports as they were investing their time into. And so they're, 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 they're less, their, their, their 24 hour mm -hmm. pie is now less in terms of the sports part of the pie. That's part of it too. So there, it's not just one thing. There are a multitude of reasons. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, on the state of the NBA. It certainly was more entertaining. Um, you know, I'm 30 years old, but it certainly was more entertaining in the 2000s, obviously not just with the Kings being really good back then, but just, you know, watching the Spurs and the good teams back then. It was like thrilling watching those series yeah. and those NBA finals. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if that was just me being younger, but <laughs> obviously you, you agree <laughs> with me on that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, that's disappointing now with a three-point shooting. I think at least they did back off of some of that overt political messaging from two years ago. At least that seems a little bit more in line now. Um, but as far as the game being played the way it is, 
knows what's going to happen. Yes. And you know why they, and you know why, you know why? Because Adam Silver came out after the bubble before the start of the next season and acknowledged that the NBA made a mistake and went overboard with their Black Lives Matter messaging. He was very open and transparent about it. And he said, you know what? In retrospect, we need to realize that if there are people that just want to tune in to watch the game. And so he admitted they made a mistake. He absolutely admitted that. And I, I applauded him for that. And I gave him a lot of credit for that. I, I, I thought that was big of him to come out and say, you know what? We went overboard with our uh, Black Lives Matter messaging. And guess what? You didn't see it after that. You don't see it in any of the NBA arenas now. You might see it on teams, websites or whatever. But in terms of shoving it down the throats of the people watching the game, you don't see it anymore. So, again, the NBA acknowledged they made a mistake and they rectified it. Yeah, so he does have uh, the ability to flex the muscle yes. if, he, if he needs yes, to. absolutely. Eli, have a good night. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Grant. All right. Yep. Thank you. Always a pleasure to hear from you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App on a busy Tuesday. Uh, again, if you want to come on, I'll get you on. Sure. You get online and you'll be next. James, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Grant. Um, can you hear me? Just Can you hear me fine? Yes, sir. How's it going? So so I do have a question. Um, so we know that the free agency is around the corner and we know that you know, Sacramento's out of that desirable location. And I think yesterday you mentioned that during free agency that the Kings may have to overpay. Well, I think they should overpay maybe with picks because the Kings are the type of team that they don't usually trade for at big time assets using picks. And, you know, a lot of times it's it's tough to get a trade package together. But I would love to see the Kings. I've been hearing more and more about, let's say, Donovan Mitchell. Now, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be in Sacramento, but they could throw multiple first rounds, second rounds, throw a couple of Kings players. They may have to give up Damian Mitchell. I don't know. All I know is it would be nice if they could swing from one of these stars in the league that are looks like they could be on a trade block. I'm just curious to see where you stand on that. The only way you would be able to get a player like Mitchell, okay, in other words, if you're the, it would be if the Jazz decided they were going to go in a complete rebuilding all right, and yeah. then trade players for draft picks, high draft picks, and that they're not they're not in that stage. So Mitchell is a guy that is making a, a lot of money right now. He's on that max deal. So you know, in order to make the cap work, you'd have to give up, in addition, some players in return, uh, in addition to your draft picks. And I, quite frankly, I, I'm not really sure what Sacramento has 
that would really appease the Utah Jazz. It would take more than Davion Mitchell and a couple of first-round picks to get Donovan Mitchell because he's already an all-star. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not sure how realistic that would be. I understand the point that you're trying to make, though. Um, and I thought the Kings did that to get Sabonis. You know, they gave up a very promising young player in Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald, and they were able to get a two-time all-star, but they had to give up a lot to get that two-time all-star. So, you know, in order to get an asset, you have to give up an asset. And other than DeMontis Sabonis right now, De'Aaron Fox, and I'll I'll include Mitchell because I think his upside is attractive to a lot of teams. The Kings don't have really any other assets. Now, I think Harrison Barnes is an asset, but he's not somebody that a team is going to – you're probably not going to get better for trading a Harrison Barnes. You're probably going to get equal value or a little less than equal – so I don't see that being a difference maker. De'Aaron Fox, interesting. Again, though, he is on a max deal and doesn't shoot the ball well, is a low 70% free throw shooter, very spotty from three. And I think that will scare off a lot of teams. And I believe that's why the Kings ended up trading Tyrese Halliburton as opposed to De'Aaron Fox, because I don't think the interest was there for Fox. So, you know, it's easier said than done. I understand your point. I get you, yeah. but um, it takes two to tango. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's a bonus. Yeah, that is a good trade that they made last year. And yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, the Kings got to pull off another trade if we're going to make playoffs this year. If you have any yep. real, real talks of doing that. Because also another player I would be interested if Kings, that's more probably more achievable, would be... Rudy Gobert, and, you know, when we know there's a lot of going on in Utah, I think, you know, if they offer, you know, this, this spitballing Rashawn first round and other assets, he'll be a nice addition to it. I'll be, like, as a Kings fan, I'll be very happy if they would pull that off because we don't yeah. need Rudy to score. We just need him to be the two or multiple de- multiple defensive player of the year he is and being a rebounder. I think that will be a really nice addition. James, appreciate the call. Uh, you have a good one. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, I mean, if you can get Rudy Gobert, I'm with you on that too. But again, very, very difficult uh, to do that. All right, very difficult to do that. All right, let's get to Jerry. Uh, Jerry, go ahead. Hey, Grant. I'm sorry, Grant. Uh, I mean, I, I just have to chime in here. Um, you know what? Remember when uh, Adam Silver uh, banned Donald Sterling from the NBA? Where's that yep. commissioner at? Where is that guy at? You know, I mean, well, first of all, he didn't have he first of all, he didn't have a choice. Uh, Donald Sterling was banned himself from the NBA and there's not a commissioner in the world that would have done it differently. Uh, the Clippers were going to have their players not play. They were going to boycott. The sponsor said they would not sponsor uh, the Clippers anymore. I mean, it was a, a, a very easy decision. Donald Sterling did that to himself and any commissioner in the NBA would have followed suit. Uh, because the Clippers would have not been able to do business. They, the players weren't going to play, and sponsors were not going to sponsor the team anymore. So that's a little bit different. Do you think that uh, Adam Silver's people, they're in his ear telling him that, dude, you need to do something. You, you need to say something. This is going, this is ridiculous. You need to say something. Well, I think, and thanks, Jerry, for the call. I think that they have conversations all the time with his close people. I don't know if they actually tell Adam Silver what he needs to do, but I, I know how the league works, and I know that they discuss these things uh, a lot. You also deal with the players' union, which is a powerful union. I mean, it's a bunch – again, you start dealing with politics instead of doing what's right for your league, and the league starts needs to start doing what's right for their league 
instead of worrying about hurting people's feelings. All right. That's what they need to do. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Graham, what's going on, man? How you doing, bud? Hey, good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Excellent. Hey, um, based off the uh, two calls ago, question for you. If you take the contracts out of play, would you have traded Fox or Halliburton? I would have traded Fox and kept Halliburton uh, if the contracts were, you know, you said take the contracts out of the play. I would have rather had Halliburton with Sabonis and Mitchell than Fox. And the reason for that is because I'm not sold on Fox after five years being a guy that can take you to the next level. I spoke to a basketball person uh, that I respect as much as anyone in the country, and he made a great point. He told me that in order for the Kings to be a perennial playoff team, De'Aaron Fox needs to be at, at, at worst the third best, or he needs to be the third best player on the team. If he's first or second, you're not going very far. If he's your third best player, then you've got some. Do you think there's anything to the rumors or talk that there was tension between Fox and Halliburton? Not personally, but it was, you know, Tyrese was playing absolutely excellent and kind of looking like the leader of the team over Fox. And we saw that change with De'Aaron once he was traded. I, I don't know. What I do know is I think that the Kings made a mistake. Uh, but they probably didn't have a choice. Uh, when I say they made a mistake, I don't think they made a mistake by acquiring Sabonis. But I think that I'm just not sold on Fox. I'm just not, I, I'm not, I, I, I think his body is an issue. The way he plays, his injuries uh, to me are an issue. His poor shooting is an issue. Yeah, he can just dazzle you at times. He can be, you know, electric at times. He can be that guy where you're like, mm -hmm. wow. But to me, pro sports, is about consistency and his inconsistency to me just keeps him down a notch on my level of top point guards in the league. His inconsistency prevents him from being in the upper tier in that department, in my opinion. Yeah, I know he can be electric at times. And I think that's, what's kind of hard for Kings fans at times because he can yes. be so good or he can be so bad. And when I say bad, it's not like he's terrible, but it's not that same level that some of the quote unquote all-stars bring it every single night for the most part. Um, I was thinking about free agents. How do you think Joe Ingles, if we could get him here, how do you think he would fit in to- I like Joe Ingles because the guy's a really good shooter, you know, and I know that um, I, I, I just think when he's, when he's on his game, I think he's just really, really good. As, as a role player, uh, I like Joe Wingles. I've always liked Joe Wingles' game. Always. I, I like this game. Yeah, I think – I mean, I, I, we're talking you – know, especially with the outside shooting, that's something we certainly need because the Kings are either knocking it down every night or they're just terribly awful. And I agree with you about the way the league's changed with three-point shooting. That's why we have really good games sometimes and really terrible games. That's so correct. So I, I think that that's, that would be a good piece for the Kings. In terms of Adam Silver, I don't think he's been a terrible commissioner. I think he's been a player's commissioner for the most part. And uh, he's facing things I, – I, the league and, you know, many of these leagues overstep. Many people not may not know this, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't 
the military have to pay the NFL for military month? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, I, I agree with you on Adam Silver. I don't. I don't, I wouldn't label him as a bad commissioner. Uh, I I would agree with you that I he I, I think a player's commissioner is very well stated. I mean, Adam Silver. I don't believe is a bad commissioner. I believe Adam Silver has done more good for the league than bad for the league. And again, I acknowledge that being a commissioner right now in this era that we're living in of our social and political climate is extremely challenging. But I believe that he needs to come out and speak up on some of these uh, uh, issues that are going on in the league. And I feel personally that he hasn't done that. Well, you just said it. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. So what do you do? Maybe it's the well, uh, worst four jobs in America. It's I wouldn't want it. I mean, I, I wouldn't want those jobs. I would you I mean, think about it. You're going against all your social groups, the political stance. I mean, you're but 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 you but as a commissioner, your number one job, in my opinion, is the state of the game. That's why I think I'm not I'm not a fan of Rob Manford at all, because I think his game has suffered under his watch. And as the commissioner, I, I think that's your number one responsibility. And I see similar things happening in the NBA. You know, I, I just, I see declining attendance. I see declining ratings. I see the way the game is played. Uh, the same way baseball is played. Baseball is not a fun game to watch now, in my opinion, relatively speaking. Okay. The shift, uh, the launch angle crap, the specialization in pitching, the number of pitchers that are used in a game. I mean, I can go on and on and on. To me, yeah. the game is just not nearly as enjoyable to watch as it used to be. And the NBA, in my opinion, is, again, not nearly as enjoyable to watch as it used to be. And I think that's a problem for the league. I really do. It, it is. And I see all the things they're trying to do production-wise on TV, and that's not going to make the difference. And What's funny is the fact that it's not as enjoyable yet. We're having more and more talented players come into the league, um, you know, yeah. bigger, faster, stronger. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Let me ask you this. I mean, where is that line between loyalty because the owners in most leagues, that's who you're working for versus making the decisions in this social era? You know, how do you – how do you well, balance that? How would you balance right. that? All right. Well, first of all, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think that there's one owner in the NBA that is okay with Draymond Green using the word that he did towards Kendrick Perkins? Do you think any owner in the league is sitting back on wow, great for Draymond Green? I would hope not because they wouldn't have a team. Okay. We've already seen I it. would hope not. I would hope not either. So let's just assume – that owners are sitting there going, geez, what the hell is going on now? Okay, bad for the league. When you have what we know is going on behind the scenes, you have a lot of disdain and disgust over what Draymond Green has done, then at that point, it's up to the commissioner to come in and settle it, okay? And the commissioner needs to come out and make a strong statement that this is absolutely not going to be tolerated and there needs to be a consequence that goes along with it. I'm not saying suspend the guy for a year. I'm, 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 what I'm saying is the commissioner needs to come out and admonish Draymond Green. All right. And if he doesn't, in my opinion, he's going to lose credibility. So, so let me flip the table a little bit on you because I've been lucky enough to sit courtside at some Sacramento Kings games. Yep. Some of those words are used a lot. So is 
you know, if you're going to clean it up and it does need to be cleaned up, but you hear that word a lot and it's uh, really, it's really awkward. You know, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it, it's just like you and I saying, Hey, bud, you know, whatever. It, it's just that word. And it, it, I don't know, like, it's kind of a double standard. I mean, isn't he again in an impossible situation if he does not come out and do something yet anybody sitting within three rows of the court is going to hear that word nine, 10 times a night, at least. Well, again, uh, I think a lot of things need to be tidied up in the NBA. Uh, I, I think you make a very good point, but there's, again, the, the league is, um, I read I read on my audio portion of my rant today, you know, a story from Phil Mushnick, who says it as well as anyone. And I don't know why more people can't be as honest as Phil Mushnick. I mean, I thought Phil and this was before Draymond Green, even uh, this was before Draymond Green's insult and the racial slur towards. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. He did this based on what he said at, you know, the the parade, which I didn't even see. Did I guess Draymond Green had a lot of vulgarities at the at the parade celebration? Is that correct? I wasn't even aware of that. I mean, I'm guy, not, sir. I can't even. I can't keep up with the guy. I mean, I mean, he's, he's every time I you know go on social media, I'm reading about something stupid that Draymond Green did. But the problem is, you know, it doesn't seem that uh, everyone shares in my belief or or a lot of people's belief that it's stupid. A lot of people are like, yay, look at Draymond Green. Look at Draymond Green. Yay, you know, he's using all these bad words and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I, you, you bring up a great point. I don't even know what to say about it anymore. You bring up a really good point. Yeah, it, it's just wild. I mean, I again, I'll go back. I mean, one, that slurs should not be used, period, regardless of your race, even if you are of that race. Correct, 100%. Yeah, but it, it's just, it's a really hard situation because these guys now, even though they're making a ton of money, um, they're they're planning for the future. Tom Brady, he's already got his stuff locked in with Fox Sports. You know, Draymond's trying to build a brand and, you know, maybe that brand targets an audience that he thinks he's going to make the most money from. And it, it's just, it's confusing though. Because you, I, I have to go back. You can't have it both ways. Look at your situation. You said something that was completely, in my opinion, harmless. And look what happened. Huh. But yet, yep. you, you have somebody saying those things to another person of that same color. And, you know, there, there's no problem there. So I, I don't know. And then you're going to have the backlash if Adam Silver comes out and you know hands down punishment for what he said because technically it wasn't in a game it wasn't you know it, it it's it's convoluted something needs to change society just needs to change in general we're all people yep. that's it like, yep yep period end of story so hey i'm gonna hop off let everybody else hop on um thank you for your time grant always a pleasure talking to you brother thank you ryan appreciate it with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's pretty safe to say, uh, you know, and you said it, but I think it goes without, I don't think I need to reiterate this, but I will. You know, had I been a african-american had i been a person of color and i said all lives matter every single one you think anybody would have had a problem with it huh no i didn't think so right i mean welcome to uh, america that's really what we're dealing with and it's not it is not okay not okay for draymond green because he's a person of color to say that to Kendrick Perkins, it's wrong. And if we don't acknowledge that it's wrong, then we as a society are never gonna be able to move forward with our social justice initiatives and everything else that our sports leagues are trying to accomplish. You're gonna actually do, in my opinion, my opinion, when Draymond Green or a situation like Draymond Green's occurs and nothing is done. It pushes the racial divide further apart. Doesn't bring the races, doesn't bring the social issues and the the racial divide and the systemic racism. It doesn't help. It hurts. Because a majority of white people and other ethnicities feel like, wow, wow, what, wait a minute. You're telling me that we don't have the freedom of speech, and yet a professional athlete and a person of color can go and call another individual, such as Kendrick Persons, Perkins, that type of a racial slur? And people just turn their head. Well, how's that? How's that? Explain that. That's the world you want to live in? That's what you want to deal with? Seriously, is that the, is that the world you want to live in? Well, that's the world you are living in if you turn your head. And you say, well, just because Draymond is black, I'm not going to say anything because, you know what, then they're going to come after me and I'm going to be canceled and I'm going to be, no, bullshit, okay? What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And if you allow that type of behavior, those type of racial slurs, okay, as a sports commissioner, and in this case, Adam Silver, Staying on the sidelines and remaining quiet is just wrong. That's it. It's wrong. And on that note, 
I'll wrap up the show. Good calls today. Tomorrow, an open forum Wednesday. Looking forward to it. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Grant Napier on Listen Up. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.